What's up, everybody? Welcome to Best Friends Gaming Podcast. I am your host. Actually, one of your hosts, because, you know, there's this show has two hosts. Um, Aaron Weiss, alongside the fifth most famous U- YouTuber? Nope. Podcaster Ooh. in all of... You're not in Richmond, you're in Roanoke. Dang, I'm getting everything wrong yeah. today. God. Bryant K. Stinson. What up? What up? What up? Yeah, Richmond's a couple hours away. Still a good city. So. <laughs> good city, though. Yeah, still, still a cool city. Cool city for sure. Um, Bryant, how are you doing this, uh, this, this day? Yeah, you know, this day, this day has, been, has been good. It's been a good day so far. Looking forward to the weekend. I'm actually planning on potentially seeing the Batman tomorrow. Oh yeah! So, so excited, excited about that, and trying to keep up with all the video game announcements. Man, they've just been dropping them. They have. It's like the. It used to be like okay, E3 big announcements. That's like it for the year, and now it's literally year round, and yeah, it's good for us. It's good for our, um, I guess, couple hundred listeners. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, by the way. Uh, I know you probably are here Seriously. because of our Elden Ring. Uh, honestly, it wasn't clickbait. It was just we were excited to talk about Elden Ring. Um, but you know what? Still, we hope you enjoyed the episode, and we hope you stay along with us. Because um, this is is the Best Friends Gaming Pod, where each and every week, Bryant and I gather around Discord and chat about video games and what we love about them. Um, Usually talking about a little bit of news, what we've been playing, might play 20 questions. Um, Yeah, so without further ado, let's get it to the news. Mm. Bryant, what's first up on the news? Well, let's go ahead and get this one out of the way because uh, we had the PlayStation State of Play a couple of days ago, um, which I, I mean, I will readily and openly admit I am not super privy to because I am not an owner of a PlayStation 5, but I, I'm aware of it. I'm aware of the PlayStation State of Play. Um, but so we'll, we'll leave more time to that. But we definitely should talk about wb games Mm -hmm. and a game that be honest we were all excited about and then suddenly we weren't excited about it because we we didn't think it would come out this year and lo and behold it's coming out this year gotham knights is not only coming out this year but it has an official Release date. October 25th. October 25th, 2022. But before we get too much into um, kind of talking about the reasons we're excited about Gotham Knight, we should probably do a bit, of, a little bit of a recap about mm-hmm. what Gotham Knights is, right? right? So, in a nutshell, Gotham Knights is made by the studio WB Games Montreal, and they will be making this game, Gotham Knights, which is a co-op DC Heroes game. And so it is not taking place within the 
Arkhamverse, like we have been used to with Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight, and then the Suicide Squad game, which is coming out, I don't sometime. And um, but this is <laughs> this is taking place um, separate from that, um, in in a continuity where Batman has died and he is leaving the protection of Gotham to the Bat family, of which includes Batgirl, Robin, Nightwing, and Red Hood. And you can play as any of those characters um, with friends and take on different challenges and play through the different um, story elements. So You know, um, that makes... So, Nightwing makes so much more sense. When I was listening to a, or a podcast, I think yesterday... They were they were talking about who you could play as, and I thought I heard Batwing, and I was like, "Wow, Batwing's kind of a reach for uh, a game that's supposed to be, you know, pretty accessible, like to the to the wider audience." I feel like most of these characters, I feel like the most uh, obscure of these characters is Red Hood, and even he's not that obscure. Um, but I was like, dang, Batwing, they're going to get Batwing, um, who is, uh, a relatively newer superhero within the last 10 years. He's part of the Bat family. He's, um, Luke Fox, um, Lucius is Lucius's son. And I was like, okay, get, get Batwing. But I, it must've been Nightwing. Nightwing makes way more sense. Yeah. Nightwing. So Nightwing, Batgirl, Robin, and um, Red Hood. So those are the characters that you can play as. There, I from from what I remember, there is like jump in, jump out, jump in, jump out capabilities. Mm-hmm. So you can be playing. Your friend can jump in, play with you, and then jump out. Um, Do we know if uh, which is really nice? So if I'm I'm playing on your session, like I'm I'm helping mm-hmm. you out with, or. I'm trying to think of a scenario. Um, I'm playing on your session, but like we start the game at the same time and we, we play for a few hours, but then I like you hop out and I continue. Does my progress carry over or is it like a, like I can only be like a helper type situation. Do we know, do we know if we have a, I don't, off the top of my head, I don't, I don't know. Um, I would, I would say that if you go and help someone, you probably are still given the stuff for it, mm-hmm. like getting achievements and things like that. But as far as your own save file, you probably might not. Your progress will probably probably won't carry over. That's just an assumption. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe more details because not a lot has it's come true. out about this. Game. Not much. So um, hopefully that's one of those things that will become more clear as it goes forward. And I think that the story you play is all four characters. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if it's like a Guardians of the Galaxy type situation where you're one character commanding the others. Or if it's more like a, you do one mission as Nightwing, one mission as Batgirl, one mission as Robin, one mission as Red Hood, rinse, repeat. Like I don't, I don't know how it is. They, like we've said, they haven't shown much. They have a 
couple trailers, one trailer. Um and then they had a gameplay trailer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I need I need to rewatch that gameplay trailer, but I mean even a gameplay trailer does not necessarily show um like who you're controlling or whatever. Yeah. So, um, I'm a huge fan of the Arkham series, as are you. Um, and I was super stoked from Gotham Knights um, from the moment I saw it. Uh, I think in summer of late summer 2020 at DC Fandom. Mm-hmm. Um. I was just amped. Um, and I thought it's a really cool place to take um, this. Like, it's a, it's a, essentially a spinoff universe. I mean, DC is known for its multiverse stuff. But, I mean, it's essentially a spinoff universe of Arkham. It's not continuing the story of Arkham at all. It's just, like, it's a completely new universe where... Batman has died. Um, or has or he? has he? That was what I was gonna say. Is like, <laughs> is it gonna be more like a Titans season three type thing? Where spoilers, spoilers for that show that no one's watching. Hey, it's not bad. Thank <laughs> <laughs> good. It's I. Personally, as of late, it's better than the Arrowverse shows, which I guess isn't a high bar, but there's that. Yeah. I mean, haven't a couple of those shows been canceled? Yeah. Like Supergirl, Arrow ended. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Supergirl was canceled or if they ended it. I think it it was canceled. I think it was canceled. I don't know. Well, if Titans is good, then good for it. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, Caleb really likes uh, Doom Patrol. Um, yeah, and HBO Max. If you're going for DCEU, um, Peacemaker is an incredible show. So, um, the James Gunn verse, baby. Lots of to, lots to be excited for DC. Um, but yeah, Gotham Knights coming out this year. Hopefully, we see more later this summer. Um, get... Now Gotham, we we sorry we we neglected to mention this. Gotham Knights is also getting a subsequent television show on the CW to coincide with the release of the game. I don't know if you knew that or not. Yes. Not okay. So yeah, Gotham Gotham Knights is supposed to be getting a TV show. Hmm. <laughs> Why on CW, man? Come on. Although although I will say. Superman and Lois on CW, not bad. Has pretty good production value for, uh, you know, basic cable drama about superheroes. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that's fair. Okay. I enjoyed the first season, and I'm excited for season two to come to HBO because I don't feel like watching CW every week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, so Gotham Knights has a release date then, but so going back to state of play, yeah, um, there were a little over a about a dozen announcements or reveals, trailers, whatever. Some of them were just updates on things. Um, but the show opened with, um, this just insane looking game. It's a new IP from Capcom uh, called Exoprimal. Exoprimal. And yeah. It, it 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 looks insane. Uh it literally you're just master chief looking dudes fighting hordes of dinosaurs. And if that doesn't get you a little bit excited, I don't know what will cuz um, it looks like every, like, five-year-old, six-year-old's dream, you know what I mean? Like, they're just playing with their army men and their dinosaurs, making them fight each other. Um, this is, this is like, you remember that old Capcom game, Dino Crisis? Yeah, yeah. So this is basically like the spiritual successor to Dino Crisis. Honestly, I thought that's what the game was going to be whenever um whenever they were showing it um and I didn't realize that Dino Crisis was Capcom. So yeah, I mean this has to be spiritual successor. Um so that was just the first announcement. Pretty good way to start out the show, not going to lie. Um yeah. The next was an update on Ghostwire Tokyo with a, I think the release date had been announced before. If not, it's March 25th. So two weeks from recording today. Yeah. Um, and they showed gameplay and um, it, it looks pretty good. It's, if you don't know, it's from the makers of uh, Evil Within on um their their Bethesda studio and so they typically make horror games but I don't know if I could classify Ghostwire Tokyo as a pure horror game um it's definitely described as like the the setting is like a haunted Tokyo mm-hmm. um, oh Tango Gameworks is the the name of um the name of uh, what I'm looking for. (laughs) Um, But I think it looks interesting. I never played Evil Within. I know that they're good, but I just don't, I'm not a big fan of horror games. Um, But this looks interesting. Uh, I probably won't buy it. Uh, And since it is a Bethesda title, it will eventually come to Xbox and be on Game Pass, so I'll probably just wait for that to check it out. But interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, they showed stuff about Final Fantasy Origin, um, which I forget was that the. Oh, it's just an it's an action game, but 
Oh, you're a villain. Oh, nice. Um, I didn't catch that in the trailer. They didn't really... You got to go to PlayStation blog to like get the down low on the state of play. Um, but that yeah. was just one of many Final Fantasy looking games that were announced. There were so many that I thought were uh, Final <laughs> Fantasy. Um, Forspoken uh, had a gameplay trailer. Also, previously, it was announced that it's got it got pushed back. Um, from May 25th to October 11th. So, Oof. yeah, that's a pretty big pushback. Um, seven months to the day from recording. Um, I think Forspoken looks awesome. Um, it's written by one of my favorite screenwriters, Gary Witta. Um, so I think it, I, I think it's going to be pretty good. And, and Square Enix knows how to make a pretty good action game. So uh, yeah. um, it looks it looks good. Uh, I don't know. Is it a PS5 exclusive? I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Yeah, I don't think it is. Oh, wait. Nope. Yep, it is. <laughs> oh, well, it is. How about that? Um, that's crazy. Play- PlayStation and Square Enix, like... They love each other. Um, ever since uh, Square Enix and Nintendo broke up, that it's been there's been reparations. Yeah. There, there, there's been like there's Triangle Strategy's good. Um, mm-hmm. Octopath is really good. Um, Octopath was a timed Nintendo Switch exclusive that is now on Multiplat. All, yeah, Multiplat. Um, Octopath Traveler is good. Gundam Evolution was the next announcement, and you might you might be thinking, why? Who's asking for a Gundam game? And I can tell you the answer: absolutely no one. However, <laughs> however, this game, the trailer gave me Transformers War for Cybertron vibes, and that was like that. That is a cult classic from the 360 PS3 generation. And this game's free to play, so no harm, no foul. It is coming everywhere, uh, in quote quote unquote in 2022. Uh, so that means in 2023 we'll be playing these games everywhere. Um, We're getting a network test for it in the spring. I will be. I'll, I'll be there, Captain. Um, <laughs> next is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Collection. These are the classic Ninja oh Turtles arcade games. Dude, these are some of the These are some great beat 'em ups. Yeah, but still, man. People love these games. <laughs> oh god. I think they're preparing people cuz they had announced a new one. Um mm. last year, I believe. Um What is Gigabash? Oh, Gigabash. Gigabash is the uh the kaiju fighting game. Um yeah. If this is free to pl- if this goes free to play, I'll be interested, but otherwise not super interested. Um JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R. Um Bryant, you're a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fan. Um can you speak freaking love it. What do we want to say about it? I don't know, just like <laughs> talk about it i mean so i mean it's a it's a fighting game so it's another kind of button mashing fighting game but 
there's over 50 different characters from the universe of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, ranging from parts one to eight. Um, part one coming out in like the 1980s, and part eight actually just finished up this past year. Mm. So, um, super exciting. I mean, the anime for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure part six is running right now. Um, so, and it's been well received and people like it a lot. So people, people like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure a lot. So I think this would be a really cool opportunity for, for people to kind of get more acquainted with this, with this series. I'm interested with all fighting games of what is the storyline. If there is one, what's that going to look like or be like, um, is there going to be one or is it just going to be straight up a fighting game? Mm. Um, kind of kind of what what's gonna what's gonna come about with with that so um i mean jojo bizarre adventure is like it it is in right now it's always been around but i think it has much more visibility now than it has in the past especially with netflix and crunchyroll um like crunchyroll has been pretty big for anime community Mm -hmm. and now that crunchyroll owns funimation which i don't know if JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, it's but that's still huge. And if we were more of a TV slash culture podcast, we would talk about that more. But um, yeah, a lot of people are excited for this game. I'm I'm not necessarily one of those people, but I'm glad that a fan a fandom is getting a version of their IP that they love in a different like format. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. So it's not it's not a Funimation product. It's actually a David production product, mm-hmm. and Netflix actually bought has a an agreement with David Production to show JoJo's Bizarre Adventure on their platform. So you can actually watch all of the parts that have been previously animated and including the current part on Netflix. Oh, cool! Right now, so yep. Um, next is a update for Returnal, um, called Ascension. Mm-hmm. It adds co op and tower of sisyphus mode um co-op is huge because returnal is supposed to be a very difficult game um that actually just came out with uh, their last update it came out with a um like difficulty mode selector so that's encouraging um tower of sisyphus is a Effectively, an endless mode. Um, Players will strive to ascend the tower as high as possible. However, much like the tragic story of Sisyphus, there is no end to the climb, and players are tragically destined to meet their demise as the mode gets increasingly harder. Um, So, I like that Star Wars, the Clone Wars, uh, Geonosis battle game. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, next is the next game that I thought was Final Fantasy um, called Diofield Chronicle. And it's a strategy RPG from Square Enix. Um, I really thought it was Final Fantasy. Um, And finally is the last game that I thought was Final Fantasy. Um... 
Valkyrie Elysium. Um, and that's another game from Square Enix. So we had one actual Final Fantasy game announced, but if you if you were keeping count at home, folks, four Square Enix games announced, which is pretty yeah. pretty intense. Um, Brian, I know you already yeah they crank them out. I know you already said that you're not super excited for many of these. Um. Because you don't have a PS5. However, do you see yourself getting a PS5? Not anytime soon, no. Fair. Yeah, not anytime soon. There's like I don't I don't know what what game would would have to come out for me to be like, man. I really want a PS5. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing yet. It's hard to keep up. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep up and play and play all of them. I kind of am at this point where I recognize that there are really good games that are out, and there are a lot of them that I'm not going to be able to play. Mm-hmm. And so I just don't try to play them all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of pick and choose. Honestly, that's. That's smart. I mean, I kind of wish I had more of that mentality. <laughs> I also got turned down for uh, getting the uh, OLED switch. My wife said no, so you know, just gotta you know, just gotta ask for forgiveness later when I accidentally purchase it. <laughs> My <know>? finger slipped. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was hitting the <laughs> X bucket button. Turns out I was. Hitting the buy it now button. Yep. <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah, so kind of moving on from there. Let's get to the reason why you why you people are here listening. Elden Ring. Boom, boom. Elden Ring. Brent, have you gotten the chance to play more in the last week? I have. I have, yeah. I have a little bit. So I've been, I've been spending a lot of time co-oping with a friend of mine who also has it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been a lot of fun. Um, one of the things I will say about Elden Ring is um, I can see why. I can see why they said um, that Miyazaki and the people from software said that they believe that there will be a higher number of people that will beat this game than their previous entries. Um, cause there's so many different ways to curb the difficulty. Mm-hmm. And one of them, one of the main ways is, um, co-op. There are ways where you can just only co-op if you can specifically just co-op with friends all the time. Mm. So, um, I've been, I've been messing around and playing, playing around with that. And it's been, it's been great just to be able to do that. I mean, there was a boss battle that I did and where you had to fight two two bosses. Mm-hmm. And I was able to summon in for that fight an NPC. I was able to summon my uh I was able to do uh my spirit summons and I was able to summon in my friend to help me with the fight. Like you're just not you're not gonna lose that fight. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you're smart and make sure that you don't die. 
there's just so many ways to keep yourself safe in those types of fights. So, um, and so a friend of mine and I, we did that the other, the other day. And so, um, look for those opportunities. If you are listening to this and you're playing Elden Ring, you know, look for those, look for those summoning pools, always activate those when you go into areas, new areas where there are sites of grace, and then, um, invite your friends to come and play alongside you and help you out with those, with those fights that may be proving difficult and things like that. Um, it's so it's so much easier to do multiplayer, way less hoops to jump through. It's great. So um I've been I've been enjoying that and I've been kind of thinking through what could it look like for me to possibly go through the rest of the game with my friend where we essentially alternate. You help me with a boss and beat it, and then I'll summon myself, then you summon me into your world and I'll help you with that same boss. Mm. Things like that. So it's been great. Cool. What about you? Yeah, so I've been playing more. Um I haven't played like a ton, a ton more. Although I have leveled up a few times. I think I'm on like 14 now. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm learning so much now. Um, I I beat my first boss um, in a cave. Um, I forget which one it was, but I was so proud of myself. Um I beat one of those giant troll guys. Um, yeah. And I, um, I've been dual wielding swords now. Like I have my, I have my, uh, weapon that I started with that I've leveled up a little bit. And then you started with a samurai. Yep. So the Uchi Katana. Uchi Katana. Yep. And then I found another, like, there's some enemies kind of near the, what is it, Stormfront Gate or something like that? Um, Mm -hmm. Like, before you get there, there's, like, a little camp of enemies. And if you take those guys out, um, there's a little hidden door, um, like, kind of underground. And I found a treasure chest in there, and then I found this other sword that I've been wielding, and I forget the name of it. Um, and it, um, it came with a. All right, what's the difference between an ash of war and like the summoning ashes? <clears throat> yeah, so the ash of war are weapon abilities, mm-hmm. and then spirit summons. So spirit ashes are the are the specter summons that you can mm. bring in to help you with fights. So so all weapons in the game have a weapon ability that costs force that, that costs focus points to use. Yep. So if you two hand if you two hand your weapon, each weapon will have a a a, a, a uh, either L two or left trigger ability that will cost you focus points to use. You can replace the default ability on that weapon if you don't like it with an ash of war and put that on the weapon instead okay so but once you change it you lose that default ability unless you put on a either unless you put on a different ash of war that will that will default it they'll put it back to the default um ability again so so if you um and the way that it works is like if you 
run out of focus points, you can't use that ability anymore. And the only way you replay it, you, you replenish focus points is if you drink a flask of cerulean tears. Mm-hmm. Um, so the blue flask, or if you rest at a site of grace. Right. So like, so that's basically how that, how that works. And so, yeah. So ashes of war are weapon abilities where, um, spirit ashes are the specter summons that will come in world and help you fight enemies. So. Okay. I said, so like for, for example, the Uchi Katanas, um, it's not an ash of war, but its ability is the unsheath ability. Right. right? So if you two hand it, you put it in the sheath and you can hit an overhead slash or a front kind of like sweeping slash. It does like a ton of damage, ton of like posture damage. Um, if you were to replace that with an Ash of War, you would lose that unsheathed ability. Um, but you can always get it back. Yeah, you can unequip later. the Ash of War. Yeah. Um, I do have a question. So, um, yeah. And listeners, forget not, this is my first from software game that I've like actually like been in, in, um, how do you two hand a weapon? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So how do you two hand a weapon? So normally in other from software games, you can just hit one button to two hand a weapon, Okay. but you have to hit a, but you have to hit a button combination on this year's, this year's on the, on Elden ring, you have to hit a button combination. So, if you want to two-hand the weapon in your right hand, you will hold down the Y button and hit R1. Okay. Because you attack with right-handed weapons with R1 or R2. And if you want to two-hand the weapon in your left hand, you will hit the you will hold the Y button and hit L1. So so you'll hold the so you hold Y, tap tap R1, and then you'll two-hand the weapon. So you can't use your shield anymore, but you do more damage. Mm-hmm when you were two handing a weapon than if you're one handing it. Okay. Um, and if you want to, if you want to two hand a weapon in your left hand, so if you want to two hand a shield, you can, um, you hold, hold Y and then tap L1 and you can two hand the weapon in your left hand. Um, same, same kind of deal. Same thing too, is if you're, when you're riding torrent and you're doing mounted combat, you swing with your right, you swing on the right side of torrent with R1 and the left side of Torrent with L1. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also two-hand weapons when you're on Torrent as well. Same same deal. Hmm. I don't think I knew that part. Yep. Cool. Um, also, so we- weapons like uh, quick equip and unequip are on the D-pad. Um, yes. Yep. I have nothing in my top spot on my d-pad and i don't know what goes there on the top spot on your d-pad i'm trying to think if i have anything on the top spot on my d-pad i don't think i have anything on the top spot of mine either i think i basically have left and right and down yeah and then down you can like cycle through like your everything that's in your quick bar yeah, everything in your quick bar mm-hmm. which is nice yeah um one of the things that I that I've done is um, for your for your specter for for your spectral steed whistle that you use to call mm-hmm. torrent. You can um, what I did is I equipped that to my pouch instead. So instead of putting it on my quick bar, mm-hmm. 
I try to keep my I try to keep my quick bar as open as possible. So I try to keep the the the, the lowest like if you can keep the least amount of things on your quick bar, it makes it easier for you to get to what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, so like for my spectral seed whistle, I put it on my pouch where if you, if you go and look at your inventory, you see the inventory equipment, I can't remember which one you can, um, you have your quick bar and you also have like, what's your pouch, mm-hmm. which is the same thing with the, with the, it's a, it's a different kind of like section of stuff that is attached to your D pad. Um, but you, but you access it by holding down the Y button. So if you hold down the Y button, it will bring up your pouch and then you can hit either left, right or down or up on the D pad and use whatever is in that slot. So if you go into your equipment and you hold down the Y button and it takes you over to your pouch on the right D pad button, I, put my my uh, whistle for torrent so if i need to get on torrent i just hold down y hit right on the d-pad and i whistle for torrent and so that way i'm not flipping through my quick bar on down on the d-pad and then trying to hit x because i can misclick i could accidentally use a flask like there's and especially the if you're, yeah especially if you're like in a in a situation where you're like getting surrounded by enemies and you don't want to die or something like that so i just put it in a completely different thing so i so I can just use it. Um, I know I know the right button combination, so I don't have to frantically flip through. Um, so that's been that's been good. I've also been watching a lot of the YouTuber Va, uh, Vati Vidya. Yeah. Um, he his whole channel is Dark Souls and Soulsborne lore. Like that's his whole channel. Um, and he's been releasing – he actually released this video the other day that I thought about sending to you. I probably will still send it to you. I'll send it to you um, once we're done. But um, he sent a video of – the title is How to Get OP in Two Hours. And so essentially he like – he walks you through all of these different – he just takes you to, through these different paths to get these different weapons and go to these different places. There's very minimal amounts of fighting. Um, there's one point where you like, you kill this enemy and you get like 50,000 50, runes Sheesh. or something like that. Yeah, so like he has it later on to where you get a weapon where you get this weapon and you upgrade it to plus nine, but you can get to a point in the game where you're able to upgrade any weapon that you want to plus six. And so like, he says, if you basically, if you do all this stuff, like you're going to be super overpowered in the first couple hours of the game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, I mean, if it takes two hours to do it, I mean, that's not a lot of time. It's not. And I'll probably level up a few times too. Um, well, especially with yeah. that 50,000 runes, golly. I don't, that's more than a couple of level yeah. ups. Um, yeah, I mean, you get some weapons, and and then you can just kind of go through the game, kind of as is. There's so many different ways, and and I think that Elden Ring encourages that type of play. Some people say like it it's game breaking, mm-hmm. but like he put it out there because he's like, I think this is information that people will want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe maybe it is considered game breaking. Maybe you know, I think I still think the grind is valuable but i think elden ring sets itself up to where you can go 
you can take the you can take the critical path if you want, but if you reach something that you know you're not prepared for, then you probably just need to go somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. You know. So and, that, and that's what I've been doing. Figuring out what that is. That's what I've been doing for like the seven eight hours I've put on the game. Um, mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people listening probably have way more hours than Bryant or I do, but um, you know. We're both married. <laughs> we both, you know, want to enjoy our home life. Um, so, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I've I've been I've been learning a lot about the game, um, and every time I learn something more, I enjoy it more, and I think. Upon, uh, I I don't know if I'll actually see this game to completion. I think I will. I think I will. Um, but upon every every encounter in this game is overcomable. Everything is overcomable. It just takes time. Yep. It just takes time. Yeah. And I think upon completing this game, you know, maybe I will go back and check out Bloodborne. Uh, maybe I will check out like Dark Souls one and three, and maybe not Sekiro. Sekiro's hard, man. Yeah, maybe maybe not Sekiro, but I'll go back and check out some of the other FromSoft games. Um, yeah, and I mean, I guess you could consider me a FromSoft fan now. Um, they have a high bar now. I mean, they've always had a high bar, but like even higher now. Yeah, Elden Ring is amazing. The game is incredible. It's so much fun and. It's interesting to see um, a third-party studio like FromSoft with a game so critically well-received and loved by fans and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it has really high scores on Open and Metacritic, um, like 97, 98, something like that. Um, And like... There hasn't really been that many series to consistently get A's on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you look at like a lot of the series that are consistently getting A's on Metacritic, those games are Nintendo games and or PlayStation games, like PlayStation first party games. So like... Yep. To see a third-party studio get this unprecedented stu- uh, recognition, um, let's just, let's hope that they can take that momentum and carry forward. Um, I will say neither of us are playing on PC. Um, PC is going through some bugs right now. Um, yes, yeah, feel really bad for PC owners of of Elden Ring right now. Yeah, um, if for whatever reason you haven't updated your game, don't. Um, apparently the latest update is game breaking. Um, so if you're a console player, Hey, we're just like you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and yeah, as far as like co-op and stuff goes, like we were talking about earlier. Um, yeah, I, I I had no idea co-op was part of this game, much less Soulsborne games in general. Um, so that's why I yeah. got it on PlayStation. 
Um, I don't re- yeah. I don't regret getting it on PlayStation because dang, it's beautiful. The ray tracing, holy smokes! Like it is a beautiful game. Um, however, and I know Xbox has ray tracing and all that stuff, but not necessarily on the Series S. I'm sure it's still really pretty on Series S, but um, it, it, do- it yep. doesn't have the ray tracing like Series X does. Um, yep. Which Brian and I both have a Series S. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. You should you should give co-op a definitely try to give co-op a shot if you have if you have the opportunity. It's very easy to do. There's there's this item that you can consume. Um. That essentially you'll like you'll consume this item and then it will allow you to see gold gold summon signs mm. and you can interact with those summon and anytime you see those signs mm-hmm. you can interact with them and then you can summon that person into your world and then their goal is to help you beat the boss i do have one Whatever how do i summon an npc that same way or do i have to unlock yeah, that ability so, yeah so no, so it's super it's super simple. So um like in past in past from soft games, you had to consume you had to be in a certain state with your character yep. to be able to to be able to access co-op. So it's just another hoop to jump through. Mm-hmm. But with but with this, not all fights have NPC summons. But if they do, they're right in front of the boss door. So you get right to the fog wall and there's normally like a gold sign on the ground. So the one that I'm stuck on definitely that has that, but I've never checked it out. Yeah. So, so like white signs are, are signs that players who are playing the game put down. Right. Um, red signs are invaders. So leave those alone. And then gold signs are are people who want to be summoned, either players or NPCs. But remember this, if you if you summon somebody into your game, the game will scale them down to your level. So they could be like level 120, but if you're level 15 and you summon them, it's gonna it's gonna like scale down their HP, their FP, their endurance to be comparable to yours. That's fine. Yeah, and when you play, they have limited amounts of Flash of Crimson Tears, so you are responsible for keeping your Spectre summons alive. Okay. So you, when you heal, it heals them. Oh, cool. They have a they have a they have like maybe three, two or three that they can use individually, but you're able to use all of yours, and so anytime you heal, it will heal your it will heal the people you summon. Cool. So, yeah. And then if you if you win, then they get stuff, you get stuff, and then it's all good. So I say play play around with that. I've considered I've considered gifting you Elden Ring on Xbox just so we could play together. I've considered oh, man. it. I've considered it. <laughs> I've been like, man, I want to play with him, but he's put in like almost ten hours. So. <laughs> I mean, ten hours isn't that much. I I, I, I don't know. Um, yeah. We'll see. We'll 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 talk. Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll stay talk. tuned. We'll stay tuned. Stay um, tuned. Yeah. I, we've been going for a while. I don't know if we have time for twenty questions. So hey, man. You know, you know what? 
I got a game. All right. All if right. I guess. First try, is it over? <laughs> um, <laughs> was this game released before January 1st, 2015? No. Was this game released before January 1st, 2020? Yes. Is this game critically acclaimed? Yes. Did this game win Game of the Year? Yes. Is this a From Software game? Yes. <laughs> is this Sekiro? <laughs> Yes. We haven't talked about this, but I really wanted this to be a running joke. I really wanted it to be a running joke. And I'm glad that you took it. I'm glad that... Oh my gosh. You know, I was going to guess just Sekiro right off the bat. That would have been awesome. That would have been great. Folks, thanks for tuning in to yet another Best Friends Gaming Pod. Um, We will be back weekly with our updates on Elden Ring and the hottest gaming news. The steamiest gaming news. Um, You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Weisscast. That's the name of the uh, quote-unquote production company, LOL. Um, If you want to throw some bones... Go to patreon.com slash Weisscast, where the $1 a month tier, I'm going to be real honest, I haven't had a bunch of listeners like this before, so um, I'm going to have to reassess what the tiers do, and I will be more active on Patreon, so be look be looking forward to that, that you will get Patreon-exclusive something, especially as I'm getting more time in my life to, to do this, what I love. Bryant, where can they find you? Yeah, you guys can definitely find me on Instagram and Twitter at BKStinson08. Would love to be able to interact with you guys. Shout out to Ian Larson, guy who listens and I always interact with on the old Instagram. Oh, yeah. Hey, Ian, um, send me a DM because I was trying to watch your YouTube channel the other day. And your link in your description said everything's private. So let me know what's up with that. Also, um, Ian, if you ever are free on a Friday and want to hop in on the show, Warner Brother. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For now, that's all we got. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Later.